0: Welcome to Salcedo Paranormal. It is Tuesday, March 7th, 2023, and today I'm sharing true paranormal stories from the web. As always, you can find all of the episodes of the show along with links to social media and other ways to contact me at the podcast page, and that is com. That's S A L S I D O paranormal dot podbean dot com. Always happy to hear from you all whether you have comments or questions or topic suggestions or stories of paranormal experiences, whether they're your own or from others that you trust. Always happy to either read those or have you join me on the show to talk about them. And um so let's see here. I think that's everything for now. Um again today's the True Paranormal Stories from the lab, And then tomorrow will be Paranormal News. And then a book review uh, on um, basically Thursday morning. So that's the plans for the rest of uh, this week of shows. Um, so I think with that, I can get right to the stories. Thank you all for being here and listening. Whether you are here live, I see you all there. Or you listen to the uh, podcast or YouTube streams. Uh, definitely always appreciate that. So... Um, so let me get to the stories here, and we'll get going on this, and get through as many as we can. Um, now this first one is, the first part of this one is set up more like a, uh, report kind of a, uh, format, so I'll just read read through this here. Um, it's regarding a sighting of a UFO or UAP, however you want to term it. Um, so this says, the location... Western sky above the Salt Lake Valley. Moving north. Date of sighting, March 2nd, 2023. So that's not quite even a week ago. Time of sighting, approximately 10 p.m. Duration of sighting, 20, maybe 25 seconds. Number of witnesses. I've asked around, but so far, just me. It says, description of sighting. I was laying in my room. On the third floor of our townhouse. And that gives a town. um, In that general area I'll just say. Says it was too hot so I'd opened the window. By my bed. It's a miracle I saw anything from this vantage. There's only a small part of the sky. Visible to me because of the surrounding buildings. I was looking roughly northwest. When I saw a bright orange sphere of light appear in the sky. The color shifted a little from orange-yellow to pure orange and back, giving it the appearance of being on fire. It was much larger and much brighter than any light on a helicopter or drone that I'd ever seen, though it wasn't blindingly bright. I could look right at it. I didn't see it fly into the place where I first saw it, and I could see a decent area of sky around where it appeared. However, given that there are many flights going in and out of SLX, I'm guessing Salt Lake, um, port there, airport there, don't know for sure, it says at all hours of the day or night, I thought I was seeing a commercial airliner with an engine on fire. However, the light didn't seem to lose altitude or move to land as I watched it, and there was no news this morning of any such airline mishap. The light moved northwest, or north, I'm sorry, northward, at a steady pace, and not a very fast one, roughly the same speed as a large aircraft flies when it's taking off or landing. Perhaps a little slower than that. My next thought is that perhaps I was seeing some space debris. Maybe a satellite falling from orbit and burning up in the atmosphere. I quickly dismissed this as I could see streetlights reflecting off an overcast sky. And I could see that the light was decidedly flying below the clouds. As there was no misty aura around it. And it was a much darker orange than, than that, um, that space, debris debris, uh, seems to, space debris seems to usually burn a white-blue color. It continued to fly northward at a steady pace, maintaining a constant altitude and leaving no discernible trail. For about 15 to 20 seconds, I watched it before I thought to get my phone from across the room but it was dark and my phone is cheap I didn't think I would be able to get a good picture or video of it so I didn't try it flew further north and moved such a distance that I had to pop the screen off my window and stick my head out to keep it in view the brightness of the light never varied All that distance, until it got far enough away that what I assume was air pollution, the area has a lot of that in winter, began to make the light fade until it was just a white speck and then vanished. And it says edit. I would estimate the distance from me to the light at at least 10 miles, and it didn't seem to make any discernible noise. So, that's a neat sighting there. Um, I always like to hear about these just plain lights where there's no craft that seems to be attached to it. um, Or that it seems to be attached to. Just because I think when it's just light, it's hard to know what it is. So, um, when it's a craft, you could could automatically attribute that to people of some kind. So, but... um, So I thought that would be a fun one to start off with today, and uh, keep going from there. So this next one here, uh, let's see here, says, uh, A few hours ago, I had to go to the bathroom. I was playing a game on my phone. sat down, closed the door, and pulled the string to switch on the light. Must be a small bathroom except the light didn't turn on. I was frustrated that another light had stopped working, but finished my business and left. I went back to my room, continued reading my book, watching videos online, and relaxing. Then eventually I needed the bathroom again. I got up and made a note to turn on the landing light, so I could at least see while I sat in the bathroom. My room and the bathroom are at opposite ends of the hallway. I got to the end of the hallway and immediately noticed that the bathroom light was on. I walked back to my room where my boyfriend was sitting and asked if the light had been replaced already. He said he didn't think so and we have no memory of anyone coming upstairs. At all. Let alone hearing anyone replace a light or swap one bulb with another. I've spent the last ten minutes trying to figure it out. My boyfriend doesn't seem bothered by it. But I've had weird things happen in this house already. And this just added to the pile. So that's the end of that story. If it wasn't for other things going on there, I think it may be easier to write off the light event there um but if you have other activity going on then it's it's possible it could be something related to that um i always wonder when it comes to lights uh or devices you hear about them being drained um or whether it's batteries usually it's, it's batteries but i wonder if that can be done to uh to just household systems as well uh, that's something maybe to look into at some point um, where at the moment that the, the, the chain was pulled the light couldn't go on because all the energy was going into or somewhere else um, or into some being that was there but then eventually after the, the writer left the room um, maybe the if there was some being there some entity there, maybe it uh, had what, got what it needed from that light, and then it just turned on on its own. Um, hard to say with that. There's, I remember for for a long time, I I had no idea that there could be such a thing as faulty wiring in places. Um, so whenever I'd hear stories about lights turning on or off or acting weird, um, for a long time I always thought that was just paranormal, but not always the case. But again. The fact that there was other activity going on there, um, means it's possible that it was paranormal, but also really hard to tell. So, um, neat story there, though, anyway, possibly, so. So I'd share that one today. Uh, moving on to the next one here. Let's see here. This one says, About six months ago, I lost a beloved ring that was my grandmother's. I was wearing it t- uh, and took it off to go take a shower. Returned to the kitchen, post-shower, and it had completely disappeared from where I had left it on the kitchen counter. Utterly confused, I tore, ap- uh, excuse me, I tore apart my very small apartment looking for it. Numerous times over the six months it has been gone. I have pulled out furniture, appliances, everything, in search of it. I took all the cushions off of the couch many times, hoping it would return. The ring's disappearance completely baffled me. Fast forward to last night when I fell asleep on the couch. I had been listening to a podcast in the evening and fell asleep with my earbuds in. I woke up in the morning and one earbud had dislodged itself from my ear. I pulled the couch cushions off in search of it. It's important to note that all of the uh, couch cushions, I have a hard time seeing that for some reason, uh, came off the couch so that it was only the couch frame left. I couldn't find the earbud. Later in the afternoon, I decided to make another attempt to find the earbud. I felt around under the couch, and as I was getting up off of the ground, I swept my hand under one of the cushions, flippantly. When I did this, I felt something I didn't expect. It felt like a ring. I pulled the couch cushion off of the couch again And there was my grandmother's ring, sitting perfectly under the couch cushion in the center of the seat. Again, I am absolutely baffled. It reappeared somewhere I have looked a million times. I have taken the couch cushions on and off of that couch a million times in the last six months. I do so regularly to vacuum. The ring appeared there between this morning and this afternoon. This is probably one of the most bizarre experiences I've ever had. I wonder if it was my grandmother who has passed returning it to me. that's where that story ends. Now what I wonder is, whatever happened to that earbud? It sounds like that went missing too. It sounds almost like there was an exchange made somehow. One item, maybe possibly for another. Um, seems like there's objects, small objects that appear in the apartment to go missing and then maybe come back. I would, um, I'd be curious, and I don't know, however long, I'd be curious to see. If I mean, if if if, if I could talk to the person that wrote that article, I'd be curious to see if they ever posted again saying. Yeah, the uh, the earbud re- returned. I-, I found it again. But, uh, you know, something else vanished. And I can't find that now. Um, and it just... Of course, that leads to questions of who or what is doing that. Or how is that happening. So, as always, with those kinds of stories. Um, and the answer, I have no idea. But, um... Amazing story there. I'm glad that the ring was found. I know it's a lot easier to replace an earbud, a pair of earbuds, than it is to replace something that is so unique like that. So, um, so yeah. It's a. That doesn't sound like the most fun experience to have with things vanishing and reappearing, but um, I guess it could be worse. But still, that's not great to have to deal with. Um so getting to the next story here. Um let's see here. Okay, so this one says I have a laundry basket full on top of a storage container. The laundry basket sits perfectly on it. So, I'm in bed and I hear something fall. I get out of bed and find my laundry basket flipped over. I pick it up and put it back. And go back to bed. Forty minutes later, it happens again. What the heck? I leave, that, I leave that basket on the storage container all the time. Tonight, it's being knocked over? Yesterday, it was as full as it is now. I'm lazy to, to do laundry. Or I'm lazy, and to do laundry, I just pull clothes out of the basket or the dryer. I'd do the same, honestly. Probably. Anyway, it says, and didn't fall, and didn't fall once. And that's where that story ends. Um, I wonder if someone was trying to get the, person's, the writer's attention somehow. When they say flipped over, I wonder if they mean completely flipped over or just knocked down. Because that's two different things. If it's completely flipped over and it was full, that would be quite the thing to, to achieve. Unless it's um, maybe a person-sized... Or a person-sized force, at the very least. Um, I don't know. I wonder what else is going on. If anything, in that area at the time. Um, hard to say, but... That is odd. I mean, usually, I think if something is going to be prone to falling, it's going to happen fairly often. Or if if you put it maybe... On the edge of something, then you'll figure it out when you go back and and set it back up again. you won't put it on the edge of something again, so I don't know with that one either, but uh again, we have these objects being manipulated and uh and it's hard to know what is doing the what is the cause of this uh this manipulation so um those kind of stories are always amazing to me because it's not. It's not um, a clear narrative like a, a loved one coming back to visit after they passed or anything like that. It's just ran- random things either being moved or, and are or vanishing and reappearing. Um, it's always hard to tell what's going on there. Um, especially when they vanish in one spot and reappear in another. So, um, yeah, I don't know what to make of that. Um, I have one more story here. And, um, this one here I've been, I saved for last. Uh, it says, I will start by saying this happened in the summer of 2000. Kind of a long story. My friends, we'll call them JF and JD for short, and I all grew up in our small town in Ohio. We often frequented, free, frequented there we go, the woods behind our homes and would play games like hide and seek or capture the flag, very often with other neighborhood kids. Needless to say we all knew the woods like the backs of our hands. One day while bored, JF and I decided to roll uh, through the area and go hiking in the woods. We did this all the time back then About 30 minutes into the hike, we stumbled upon an area with 8 perfectly lined up pine trees with a small white house hidden behind the pines. We had never seen these trees or the house before in this area so we were thoroughly confused. We could see no trails or driveways leading to the property so we had no clue. How this house could have been built out in the middle of the woods. The house from all outward appearances seemed to be in good condition for the most part. And mostly unassuming. We both started to get an uneasy feeling and decided to turn turn back and leave the area and head back home. Segway to a couple of weeks later. I'm over at my friend JD's house to play some video games and relax. At some point, we start talking about the woods. And he tells me about a little white house he came across in the woods. He goes into detail about the same row of pine trees and how he got a creepy feeling when he got close to the house. And he split. I then told him about how J. F. and I stumbled upon the same house a couple of weeks earlier, and got the same feeling later that weekend. All three of us decided to go back to the woods to go explore the house. We spent a good four to six hours combing through or combing those woods but could not find that house or the rows of pine trees again. They weren't just missing. There was no trace that the house or trees were ever even there. To this day, all three of us get the weirdest feelings when we recall that summer and the mysterious house in the woods. And that's where the story ends. That's an amazing um set of encounters right there that two friends had and then one friend had different times and then all went back there together and could not find the place. That sounds like there might have been some kind of a transfer. They might have gone through some kind of a I don't know, a portal area. They might have don't know if they went to a different time period in time and just didn't know it because it was just the woods and then the house. Um, or if it was something else makes me wonder. We always hear about different mythical creatures supposedly, um, that live in trees and rocks, but how do we know that, um, whatever you want to call them, um, little basically uh dwarves or elves or gnomes or whatever. Um they can't have their own homes. That um maybe these three stumbled onto the this, the home of, of one or more of these beings accidentally. Maybe they weren't supposed to and that's why they were getting that weird feeling. Um and then uh and then whoever owned the place or, or had the place realized oh this is we've been found our area has been been uh, detected by others that should not be able to see it and they somehow fixed it so that uh you know the kids couldn't get there anymore and it was just regular land i don't know that is amazing that again multiple witnesses on two different occasions saw the place saw the trees even the trees lined up in a certain way. And then... Um, went back there. And none of it. Not even the trees that were there in front of the house. Along with the house. It was all gone. Um, amazing story there. I want to really wonder what happened. Um, it's not the first time I heard a story like that. But it's not super common either. Usually, it's... it's um, Places don't usually vanish, as far as I know, but uh but I just wanted to share that story because I thought that was amazing. Um, glad nothing else happened to the kids while they were out there, so maybe the feeling, like I said, was sort of a um, protection against anyone getting into the house itself. But um that's all I have for today. Thank you all for listening. And I'll be back tomorrow with, to cover paranormal news on the next episode of Salcedo Paranormal. Take care, everyone.